Welcome to another episode of Creative Spin Podcast. We're back with another episode, a place where we share conversations that go from life to business experiences and everything in between. Fun fact about this episode is that we actually recorded this back in the summertime when we actually had thought about starting the podcast. And again, this is this is like the perfect example of how some things just don't work out as planned. But hey, it's here and we're going to do this now. And on this episode, I speak to Paul Tavra. He's a young, successful entrepreneur. Um, he was brought up in the family business, Tavra Foods, that grew from a small grocery store to a chain of supermarkets here in Ontario. Paul looks after the store located in Mississauga, which has been open for over a decade. And on this podcast... We talk about how it all began for him and um, how it was to grow up in the family business. And we also, you know, talk to him and, and, and get his take on what it is to be an entrepreneur. Guys, I hope you enjoy it. Here it is. This this is basically a podcast that we're putting together so that we can, we can help out other people that are thinking about getting into business uh, or are in business and need some advice because uh, as entrepreneurs we always I think we always need a little bit of advice from everyone really because every business is different every person has a different way of thinking but for you let's go back to your childhood because you were brought into a family of business people so you were brought into a business early on Tell us a little bit about how old were you when your parents started the business or were, you, were they uh, already in business when you were a kid? Yeah, uh, my entire life uh, was, uh, I was brought up inside of a uh, grocery store. My parents, uh, we lived on the, the apartment above the, the store, mm-hmm. which was uh, at uh, 391 Brock in Toronto. So nice. Right, right in front of the, um, the grade school there, Brock School. Mm-hmm. Downtown Toronto. <clears throat> That's right, and um, and we had uh, they had a kitchen in the basement. They stored uh, some uh, products for restocking and things like that in the basement, and that's where I spent a lot of my time. And in those days, uh, you know, it was a little bit different. Uh, my parents they weren't so rigid on you know where their kids were. I mean, we were kids hanging around in the neighborhood. It was a different you know? uh, different time. You, we had yeah. a little bit more freedom. To uh, in, in that regard, yeah, we, <laughs> we did have a little bit more uh, more freedom. We were lucky in, in that regard. Um, we knew not never to go too far away, right? Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, many times we'd be out in in the school in front of us or in and around the, the area. There was another school not too far down, and uh, we were allowed to roam free and uh, be with our friends. But uh, we'd always come back uh, home, of course, and where uh, we had the, the store. Yeah. And so that's where I was uh, really brought up, was always inside And you have an older brother store. as well? So I have my older brother, yeah. Carlos, that's right. So you guys uh, were out of school, straight into the business. That's right, yeah. yeah. Even uh, during school, right? <clears throat> I mean, you, you had the good old ways of doing business uh, back in the day was you're you know you're the son or daughter you have to help out yeah yeah we would uh, leave school even before we knew what it was to, to actually work or, or do anything <laughs> uh, we uh, we would hang around with you know kids in the area and things like that but as soon as uh, we started to be more observant as to uh, you know not just you know fooling around after school and things like that and uh, I don't know. You want to 
feel like you're doing something with more purpose to, to, to life. So you start to be aware that everybody is, is working and stuff where, where you are and you want to start to help out. And mm-hmm. so you start Absolutely. to extend your hand and say, teach me how to do this and teach me how to do that. And then uh, you, you start to learn, you start to help out, you start from the bottom and you start mm-hmm. to work your way up. And your parents, uh, they're, uh, they're from Portugal, yeah. uh, immigrated here uh, and, and decided to get into this adventure. You, even though you've been raised in, in Canada, in Toronto all your life, uh, how much did, did the culture affect you in a good way or in a bad way? But I think in, in good ways, uh, having that Portuguese culture, they're always present, even though you, you were born here. Were you born here? I was born here. You were. Both yeah. my brother and I, we were both born here. Yeah. Um, How did that affect I, I, your growing up? I love the <laughs> fact that I was born in Canada. I think Canada is uh, an amazing country. Uh, I see it, I, I've, in, in a way, I've seen Canada sort of blossom, blossoming into what it is now, today, which is um, uh, just so much uh, to see, so much to do in, in, uh, in and around the, the GTA and um, businesses are, are growing and uh, economies are growing and things, uh, buildings are being built. I mean, there's so much that's going on that's really bringing a lot more value to, mm-hmm. to uh, the cities. And in any regard, so being Canadian, 100%, I'm very glad that I'm Canadian. Uh, but of course, my culture is mixed in with that of the Portuguese culture because my parents are Portuguese. And in the house, we always spoke Portuguese. So I speak pretty good Portuguese. I wouldn't say 100%. Well, you know, you can always ask me a couple of things. Yeah. We'll go over that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, so I... I was brought up by my parents being uh, Portuguese. But they, they, they were very, they brought that culture with them, even with the products that you guys sell, uh, and they used to sell then as well. They were very uh, Portuguese-based, very European-based. Um, that decision that they obviously made was based on what they knew best, right? And, and at the time, I don't think there were those many locations that you could actually get uh, products. Imported products. Yeah. It might have been a bit harder, harder before right? that. I mean, I would imagine it's a pretty big investment to um, buy a container of product to, to mm-hmm. ship it over. And then, uh, I mean, how, how are you going to sell the products after you pay for transportation? And there's always risks involved. You have, there's a lot of, uh, you know, getting to communicate with a whole bunch of people to actually go from visiting Portugal mm-hmm. and visiting the different um, businesses, being able to put a container together and, uh, and send it over. So my parents have always had a very strong work ethic and they've, they've always been a little bit adventurous in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I've always admired in them. And that's something that I think both my brother and I have sort of captured in, in our own personalities as well. Yeah. And um, because uh, with anything, I mean, there's anything that we do, there's no 100% guarantee, there's no 100% certainty. Uh, there's always going to be risks involved. And uh, but you know, if uh, you you weigh your pros and your cons, and you know, you 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 are going to be the person that can better answer the question of is this venture, is this investment going to be worthwhile? And you have to to tell yourself, I'm going to be 100% committed mm-hmm. in case anything goes wrong to be able to resolve the issues, whatever they may be, you know, you'll get the job done. Commitment is really that main 
commitment, persistence. Person has to be very persistent and uh, not let, you know, because just like with anything, there's ups and downs. You you want to be in the in the middle uh, so that there's balance, right? But with any, with everything in life, there's always going to be ups and downs. And mm-hmm. so being persistent and trying to maintain your ground, st- sticking to your principles, uh, being humble, uh, I think in the long run, it'll it'll pay off. So they started with that one spot, but, you know, they worked hard and they yeah. grew and they expanded their business into different other stores in Toronto and also into Mississauga, into Mississauga. which is the store that you have now for how many years now? Ten years. Time does fly. It does fly. Yeah. So take us a little bit through that uh, that journey of you know starting. Because one thing is when you're working uh, for your parents and helping them out, and then all of a sudden, here you go, Paul. Let's start a business. I mean, obviously they're there for you and all of that, but you know what? There's a lot of responsibilities. There's no doubt of that. So take us through it. Those first years, those first headaches, and and how you overcame all of that, and uh, and how you've become the success that you are today in, in your store? Um, I mean, let me think. Uh, I just was, okay, we're going back 10 years ago, and uh, everything um, both my brother and I have tried to do is to sort of lift the weight and the pressure off, off of our parents because we saw with our own eyes early on being second generation uh, a lot of the difficulties that they were going through and being conscious human beings and, and rational, uh, we wanted to actually uh, facilitate things as much as possible for them to they I, we felt like early on you guys have worked hard you guys have done your part uh, I mean mind you my parents are now both in their 70s right yeah so um, they need to slow it down a little bit so for years now years <laughs> years now we've been trying to take on more sometimes than we can even handle just to uh, uh, lift the burden off of our parents because we know we know more than anybody how much uh, they have really really sacrificed and um, and that's a legacy that will we want to carry on and let our kids know as well but in any regard moving to to Mississauga again I uh, I tried to take on as much as I could on my own without having to, to bother them with you know uh, you know, here, here's my troubles and here's what's going on and things like that. And um, and it was very, very challenging, very scary at times. I was just going to ask you, what was what was going through your mind that first day? You know, that official opening day that, you know, okay, now things are going to get real. <laughs> um, we, we had a, a grand opening and uh, the place uh, got packed and, and I felt like, okay, so this is what is to come now. This is what... Uh, I need is what is going to be expected right and I mean when we opened because we actually took a long time to open that store and um, we weren't 100% organized when we did because it had already been so long we were already past due the day of opening right Um, but again this is this is what happens a lot of times when we plan stuff you know things the dates the you know what we wanted to happen it doesn't no really things happen. never go according to plan <laughs> never um like uh, john lennon once said uh, life is what happens when you're too busy making plans so while you're making plans life is going on and then things happen and yeah 100%. so but in any regard um we needed to get uh, the shelves mounted and stocked and then you know to we didn't take enough time to really train the people in all the various departments and to be quite frank, uh, there was a lot that even myself I had to learn 
Yeah. I came from a store that was really fairly uh, already fairly established in Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, moving to Mississauga, you know, it was a whole new uh, store, new concept, new demographics. I mean, it was new it was a whole everything, new, whole new ball game, right? Yeah. And um, and I had to to adapt, and I had to learn. Um, I made you know mistakes, and I tried to. Uh, you learn you from know, them, right? Learn and, yeah. and keep carrying on. But um, one thing I knew for sure was that um, in order to, to survive in that market, uh, we I, I, I noticed early on we had a little bit of uh, competition in that area. Or, well, we came and brought more competition to the area, uh, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But um, we were basically looking to expand. We saw that my parents actually, well, they saw that that was a potential opportunity to, to grow. Mm-hmm. So we're the, the new guys in, in the area. And uh, there was already a little bit of competition. Um, with but I guess you rip, guys continued that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was already like some competition with larger, uh, well, well-established, mm-hmm. even chain stores and things like that. And I and I became very worrisome. I you know how are we gonna compete with with something like this? And um, I promised myself that I, I would work uh, as hard as I possibly could. But I, I, failure was not an option. And uh, it was my opportunity to to try to you know prove something to myself, to my family, to my peers. To, to but I noticed that uh, every time I go to your store, and, and I know you now for quite a while, uh, you're very, you pay a lot of attention to quality. You pay a lot of attention to the way you're, you're presenting your products to your, uh, to your customers. Yeah. And I think that that might be the, one of the key features uh, yeah, in that's, success. Right? That's one of them uh, in the middle of uh, so many others, but uh, having a, a keen eye for, for detail, and um, not leaving things to, to chance, uh, trying to be uh, meticulous in, in every corner of, of the store. Like um, when the customer walks in, uh, the presentation of the, the fruits, the vegetables, signages all around the store, uh, I wanted to, uh, to call out to the customer. I want the customer mm-hmm. to say, oh, wow, that's nice, right? Because yeah. um, at the end of the day, if they feel comfortable in your store, they're going to be, you know, it's going to be just a better environment for them to, to look around, to exactly. buy more. Exactly. I, I want it to be a, a good, happy experience. I want them to know, like, okay, somebody is taking, I mean, not somebody, but there are people here that are taking the time and the care to make the store look and feel a certain way as to uh, appeal more to the, uh, to the customer. But, of course, that is not enough if uh, you have to match that with so many other things to really be competitive. You have to have the right products, you have to have the right quality, you have to have a very competitive price. Um, Put in the hours. uh, Yeah, (laughs) put in the hours. Uh, Countless hours. When I started there, I mean, the hours um, was just crazy hours uh, that uh, I'd be working every single week. I think the biggest misconception, and, I, and I, when I talk to entrepreneurs, it's always, it always comes up. I think the biggest misconception that the public has is that the entrepreneur, oh, you know, you own a business, so, you know, you make your own hours, you do your own thing. Yeah. And the truth is very different from that. Especially in the beginning. I mean, anybody who, anybody can tell you that they should have uh, somewhat of an understanding that the beginning is always difficult no matter what you're doing. And uh, when you start a business, that's no joke because that could really, um, you know, affect your life in a major, major way. Not only your your life, but if you're planning on having a family, I mean, it's going to affect your family's life. So you got to take that very seriously and you have Mm -hmm. to be willing to commit 
I mean, a minimum of five, but more, a more reasonable number would be like 10 years of your life to be really, really committed religiously to that endeavor, to that business, to those customers, to your staff. You have to put yourself out there for all of them before yourself, and you still have to f make, make time that you're available for your family, and then whatever is left over can be for yourself, you know? But that's what it takes in, in order to, to really be in business and uh, I guess to, to be somewhat successful. Now, when it comes to, you know, having a business and, and having a successful business, we always go through a lot of mistakes that we've you know, we already touched on that. What would your advice be to whoever's listening to us that, you know, is going through that tough moment? Because we all know it happens. You're, you know, you start, you're all, you know, you want to create this thing you have in your head, but then all of a sudden the time frame is off. The person doesn't show up. The orders are delayed, things like that that happen in every single business. What's your advice to somebody that's starting off and is now probably in that situation where things don't seem so beautiful? Um, it is good to have uh, to surround yourself around uh, people that are like-minded to your to your vision that can support you and you can support them. I really believe in the spirit of one for all and all for one, right? Like if mm -hmm. you do for 10 people, then those 10 people will do for you. So if you can have, you know, um, have yourself surrounded with uh, positive people, that is very helpful. Not everyone can have that. And, and I would just say that uh, you're not alone. Uh, Things like that are going to happen all the time. And when you get through something that was difficult and, and uh, now you feel like you're on safe ground, more obstacles are going to come, more things are going to happen, and it's not going to go according to plan. But stick to your vision. And, and all of those things uh, ultimately will help build you up. Take those things as like the building blocks you need to, uh, to become stronger, to become more confident. You and, know? and what about the team? How important do you see... Uh, that block, the team block in a company? Um, team has to be very united. Uh, if the team's not united, um, it, it'll just create, uh, uh, you know, a, a big ball of stress uh, for yourself. You want to see your team uh, together, united, uh, communicating with one another. But that's also an example that you have to give, you have to lead. So you have to be there to, you have to be approachable, you have to be open, you have to be willing to, to speak to them. Um, and have them informed of, of why things have to be the way that you're expecting them to be, what the importance, what the relevance of it all is, uh, so they, they can really, that, that image, that um, passion that you have can be captured into their mind so that they can also do the same. Cool. So I would love if you could just leave a message to, to anybody that's listening to us in regards to business how about this how about you give yourself a message to when you were starting off your business what would you tell yourself right now if you were starting your business I would say to myself don't be afraid because um, fear living in fear is like uh, having a, a disease that slowly uh, takes little bits and pieces away from you every single day don't live in fear be strong um, and you will overcome and yeah. when you do, you'll be a lot stronger and a lot more confident in the end. And it'll, you'll see that it'll be, uh, it will have been worth all of that. 
um, to be where you are. Cool. Paul, thank you so much for this time. Okay, thank you for having me, Jamie. All right.